Welcome in to Potty Podcast Cinema. I am Dan, with me as always is Andy, and we're back with news and trailers, and we've got kind of a lot of both. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty stellar week for trailers and and some pretty good news. Yeah, there's been a ton of trailers that just keep seeming to, to drop. We're going to kind of go over some of the big ones, but um, uh, one of the first things is the the second Thor trailer dropped, and we got to see uh, Gore the God Butcher. Yeah, we did. And there was, uh, you were telling me this that like there were some people online that, like were upset about it because like they didn't he doesn't look exactly like he does in the comics, but he looks menacing. It's Christian Bale, and he's in a Taika Waititi movie. Like I'm maybe give it a second until you make an assessment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know why you need a second. Like I watched the trailer. I know you're not letting yourself watch it, and I get it. I, I saw um, but, that uh, one. I saw that one. It popped up, but like I'm done watching any more trailers. For oh, this you because, saw that trailer? Yeah, I saw the one where it's all where we saw uh, Gore the God Butcher, and we saw some more stuff. It came out like two days ago or something. Okay, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, I that's... saw that Natalie Portman is jacked beyond all reason. Uh, everyone's jacked beyond all reason in this. And <laughs> you uh, saw when Zeus flips his clothes off. <laughs> yes, yeah, I did. See that. You flipped too you hard. Flipped too hard <laughs> All the women faint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this uh, this 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 trailer was amazing. And yeah, no, I thought Gore looked extremely menacing. And yeah. the whole point of him is of his character is why he's doing what he's doing. The why is still there, and and he still looked extremely menacing and and great. So yeah. I'm all for it. We did we didn't need another character in a black cloak uh, we had yeah. uh, i'm good with him looking a little bit different yeah he looked like ebony ma from thanos and so i like that they had a uh, that he deviated from that i don't know I, I, the internet can find anything to get mad at but yeah it's thor love and thunder the the last one taika waititi did was amazing this one also looks amazing and we're i think we i think we're gonna see the end of krebs hemsworth's run in the marvel universe you think so I, he might pop I don't up here so. and there, but I think this might be kind of close to the end. I, I think he'll. I think there'll be one more movie because I believe it's a trilogy. Okay. So uh, 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 a Taika Waititi trilogy. You might be right. Yeah, I think there will be one more, and then, but but you may be right. Like if this is the end, like to me it would be more of a surprise than it will be for you. But uh, I I would be surprised, and and I don't, <clears throat> I don't see any reason to kill his character off. So not, I don't not see kill, any way they kill him that. off, but like I think he could kind of go into like a semi-retirement and just kind of go find yeah. what he wants to do because that's in the trailer. That's like it looks like what the whole MacGuffin is is he's trying to find out. All right, what do I do now? I kind of don't want to do the superhero thing. And with Natalie Portman taking over as Thor, he doesn't. He's not as needed anymore. And she's apparently yeah. in the comics. She has more powers with Mjolnir than he does, and he's kind of jealous about it. So <laughs> she's just not. Yeah, he's not really necessary. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where they have, what path they have them on at the end, um, and I, I think it's, I, I don't know, I just, I hope, I think it's going to have something to do with family, and the fact that Loki's still alive in the multiverse somewhere, I think they'll have him meet back up uh, with Loki at some point and have some form of family <laughs> left because everybody else he's ever known and loved is dead. So, yeah. uh, and if, and if. The rumors are true that Natalie Portman and Valkyrie's characters could be getting getting together because uh, it happens in the comics. Yeah. Um, then. Uh, oh man, there's gonna be some. <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of stupid complaining about that. 
Well, yeah, yeah, there will. But also, it's like, damn, Thor doesn't even get the old girlfriend back. (laughs) (laughs) So he'll literally have nothing. Uh, Well, Sif comes back. Sif comes back, so maybe he and Sif, Lady Sif. That could be it. Because they were, I think, in the Norse mythology, they were together. Are you sure? Is she in this movie? She's credited in it, yeah. Oh, well, all right. All right, exciting. Yeah. Um, and then we also are going to see the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in this as well. So that'll be, it's fun seeing them together. Like we, we got a glimpse of it and I think it was Infinity War. And so we're going to get that back, which I like. I, I have a feeling though, it's only for like five minutes. Right? Yeah. I, I think it's going to be, they're going to show what he's been up to for the past few months, flying around with them. It shows them kind of like sick of him and they turn and they leave him on that planet. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just going to, yeah, I think it's going to be like a montage kind of a thing. For five minutes, and then love a good he's off on his own. Yeah, that's right. how we love a good montage. I love a good, especially montage. a Taika Waititi montage. Exactly. Um, the next movie is uh, that we finally got a preview for is Three Thousand Years of Longing, and pretty I, the cast is not like it's not long, but what you get is uh, a ton of stuff. So you get Tilda Swinton, who's great, and then you get Idris Elba who's also great. And basically she finds a, a gin, D-G-I-N, which is where genie uh, um, comes ends. from. Two ends. Which is where <laughs> the word genie comes from. So he's basically, right. I just was a, a, a genie who she finds and uh, she's alone. She has no family. She's never had kids, anything like that. She finds him on a trip to Istanbul and he offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. And uh, it's directed by George Miller, who... You might know from Mad Max or Happy Feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you leave him alone for Happy Feet. <laughs> <laughs> he did that for his grandkid. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it looks like 3,000 years of boring, but I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll still be great. Uh, I get I get what, yeah, it could be fun. And I do like that she basically uh, confronts the whole tropes of it to begin with in the trailer. Like, we all know what happens historically to people with three wishes right like it's always pretty much the same thing and so uh hopefully that means they're not going that route (laughs) uh but yeah we'll see we'll we'll see what happens and and the the deal is like all movies you know at the end of the three wishes he gets out yeah oh i'm sure yeah we'll see if that works george miller doesn't do a lot of movies um other than Happy Feet and Pig, Babe Pig in the City, he's done some really good stuff. Mostly the Mad <laughs> Max stuff. I was after Mad Max, they gave him all of the money. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's coming back with Furiosa and Mad Max The Wasteland, so he's going to get to do two more of those, but yeah. Uh, good for him. But yeah, I, this could be good. I'll wait and see what reviews are. But it, it could... I, I don't know. I like both those actors. I think it Listen, could be good. This is, this is a guy that loves nothing more than to subvert expectations, so... Being the Mad Max was a Furiosa movie, I wouldn't be surprised if Furiosa was the Mad Max movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and, and this one, this one's all about. This one's called Three Thousand Years of Longing. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was. It looks like in the trailer, some of the scenes are of him over the years. So I don't know if they'll, it'll be more about him and showing what he's been up to over the years, or it just looks like it's about her moving on with her love life yeah. uh, after her husband died. But yeah, I mean, it's. Those two, those two alone are worth watching, no matter what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the next one we talked about briefly in the uh, coming attraction section, and it's uh, Joseph Kaczynski, who's doing the uh, Top Gun Maverick movie. Is got another one coming since that one got so delayed, 
uh, coming out on Netflix called Spiderhead. That one comes out June 17th, so not far, which I love that. I'll tell you what, Netflix is doing a lot of dumb stuff, but the things they do right are they show you a preview like a month before the movie comes out. And Yeah, so, it's it's great not having to. I, I'm going to tell you, I, I love Marvel, and I love hearing of all the little updates and some of the big cast coming and they tease you a few months later with the villain that's going to be in it and that kind of stuff. But there, I, I love a lot more <laughs> knowing that there's some big surprise thing that comes out and, and is great. And Hey, it'll be here in a week. Yeah. You don't have to wait for six months after you first hear about it. Yeah. I, I love that aspect of Netflix. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. been fantastic. Well, this one, so this one's in the near future. Convicts, convicts are offered the chance to volunteer as medical subjects to shorten their sentence. Uh, and one such, such subject for a new drug capable of generating feelings of love begins questioning the reality of his emotions. So from the trailer, it looks like they basically, they, they put some kind of implant thing in their back and then they can generate any kind of emotion, hate or love or, you know, anything. Um, well, it almost looked to me like, like they were uh, trying to make it create love, but they were having unexpected side effects where it turned, like where where they thought it was going to turn into love, but instead, like the woman just started bashing her head against the window, yeah, or whatever. So like they they wanted to create lo- feelings of love, but they're still fine tuning it. And these are basically the lab mice, yeah, um, which is kind of exciting, yeah, <laughs> and weird and dark, and I don't know, yeah, <laughs> but I'm but I want to watch it because yeah. uh, the acting the acting already looks great. I mean, Miles Teller, like you said, quickly becoming one of our favorite mm-hmm. actors. Chris Hemsworth will always be a legend in my mind. <laughs> yeah and uh, journey uh and he looks like yeah and journey smollett's just one of my favorite most underrated actresses there is so yeah uh yeah this is a hell of a cast i'm, I'm all aboard yeah it will the cast is like it's not deep but it's like it, it, it's top heavy but it's it's good and if you look at the trailer like it's it's it looks really interesting like it just seeing hemsworth teller and smollett like together is gonna be I don't know. I would watch that even if it's not going to be a good movie. And with Netflix movies, lately, you yeah they get big names, but the movies can sometimes be real trash. Um, you know, I, I watched this thing with Russell Crowe a long time ago on uh, Inside the Actors Studio, mm-hmm. and you remember that James Lipton yeah. interviews. I love those. And uh, they they asked him how he picked some of these movies. He was talking about I think The Insider. And he said at the time, you know, he'd gotten this advice. He said, once you have some degree of fame and you actually have the ability to choose scripts, right? Choose what movie you want to do. He's like, uh, he goes, you have the, the actor, the actor, the director, yeah, the, the actor, the director and the script. And he said, you can, uh, you can gamble with one of them. Okay. <laughs> like, you don't want to gamble on two of them, right? Like, yeah. So uh, I feel like it's kind of the same way as you're watching uh, as a fan of like some of these movies, these low budget movies, it's like, if you've got a good concept, a good actor and a good director, like I'm in <laughs> and yeah. they're doing that. But like you said, it's not deep casts all the way down because they don't have all the money. Um, but they're getting one or two really great actors to play the main parts of these movies, like extraction. It didn't have anyone in it besides Hemsworth. Yeah. It was and solid. It was awesome. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. for the second one. Yeah, and they got the Russo brothers to do it. Like, you know, so they, they get good directors, they get good actors, and they have a good concept, and they're like, now let's go. Uh, we don't need, we don't, and, and I'm with them. Like, I watch a lot of these movies now that have, like, you know, the, the 14th actor in the credits is phenomenal, and I'm like, 
it's just not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the voice casts on these animated movies. I'm like, just not necessary. Yeah. Why are you spending 30 million for voice uh, uh, to make sure you get Kristen Bell? Which don't get me wrong, she did great. But like, why are you spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on voice actors for an animated movie by Disney that all the kids are already going to go see? <laughs> nobody's like you know what i'm gonna go with my kid you know why uh mike myers is doing the voice yeah no you're like taking my kid because it's the disney movie yeah yeah <laughs> there's a lot of unnecessary spending in hollywood i just i feel like netflix is maybe keyed into something here yeah yeah well but like if you look at some of the animated movies you're like one of the first things you like if you've never heard of it one of the first things you do is you look at who what the voice cast is and if, if it's a bunch of like b and c listers you're like oh it probably didn't get it's probably not that great. It was probably like a, a B or C level script, B or C level production. Yeah, no, you're you're true. I mean, that's so right. So it's almost and, like uh, a marketing budget more than anything is getting the the bigger name people. I would say. Yeah, but um, let us move on. So the next uh, trailer we got was the most recent Mission Impossible, which has been taking forever to film. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. So my theory on this is they're going to do part one, part two, and they're either going to end it or they're going to start it over with someone that's not Tom Cruise. Because the guy's like 65. Yeah, I mean, when they made Mission Impossible 3, they cast Jonathan Rice Myers uh, to play a young protege to Ethan, Ethan, yeah, whatever Tom Ethan Cruise's Hunt. character's name is. Yeah. Ethan Hunt, there you go. Can't want to say Ethan Hawke. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, so Jonathan Rice Myers was like up and coming at the time. He ended up, of course, doing the Tudors, which was a huge hit, um, and, and gave us Jonathan, uh, Henry Cavill. <laughs> uh, but uh, so Jonathan Rice Myers uh, was gonna be the new guy. That was the original plan. Okay. So they said that we're doing the third movie, and they were gonna set it up so that future Mission Impossibles would follow Jonathan Rice Myers. Uh, Reese Myers. Jonathan Reese Myers. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. And. Uh, that that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, they they changed their mind, and, and Tom Cruise is like, you know what? I'll do I'll do a few more. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have to end it here. Uh, let's just get a new director, and that's when Christopher McQuarrie came in, I think, uh, and uh, changed the game. Yeah, JJ uh, so, JJ Abrams did the third one. Okay. Okay. Yep. And so so yeah. So anyway, it looked like it was going to be set up for that, and or they said it would be set up for that, and then they didn't go that route. So, I I would not be surprised if they do set it up with someone else in mind, uh, whether it's following Rebecca Ferguson's character. Mm-hmm. Um, they've set up, uh, Oh, Haley Atwell. I wouldn't mind being in taking over. I was thinking Haley Atwell might be, yeah. Cause she's, she's in the, she may be the, the future person. And then also, uh, the woman from the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff, Vanessa Kirby. Uh, Vanessa Kirby. Yeah, yeah, she's been in a bunch of things. I feel so bad for her that I just called her to go from the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. <laughs> she's done so many great things. Uh, but uh, anyway, she, she could be potentially somebody that would be fun to see going forward. Just because I feel like she's she seems better in an action role. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, but we'll see. Uh, it could well, they, just end and start looked, all the way over. It looked like they were going to do the same thing with uh, Jeremy Renner in like the yes. fifth one too, and then sure he, did. he ended up having a scheduling conflicts, so they couldn't use him. And I think the last one, and it looks like he's not going to be in this one either, so they're just going to move on. But like they brought back Henry Zerny from the first one um, as Kitridge, 
Um, the okay. cast is, yeah. yeah, Haley Atwell's in this. I love Haley Atwell. She's fantastic. Rebecca Ferguson returns. Palm Clemente is in this. Vanessa Kirby, like you said. Carrie, she looks Carrie Ells. Too. Carrie Ells, I love that he's in this. I am excited to see what he is. I hope they use him right. He was always such an underrated guy. Shea Wiggum, another super underrated guy. Um, Indira Far- Varma, you're going to start see you've seen her in a lot of things. You're going to start seeing her in a lot more stuff. Uh, yeah. Esai Morales, Ving Rames returns. Rob Delaney, I can't wait to see what Rob Delaney is going to be in this. Uh, but it's. Is it Steve? No. What was his character from uh, Deadpool 2? Pete. Uh, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I love if he just randomly showed up as Pete. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. This The trailer looked amazing. <laughs> as they all do. I mean, I, I have to admit, it's. I never think of it as one of my favorite franchises, but whenever a new one comes out, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and it always impresses. Like it, like it delivers on my excitement. So, yeah, I, I've got to start thinking of that in a different mindset of like that. Maybe that is one of my all-time favorite franchises. It's yeah. Well, you know, if, if it weren't for the first two being rough, <laughs> uh, the first one is not bad. The first one, granted, the first one came out what in nineteen ninety true six or something. So yeah, yeah nineteen ninety six. So yeah, low budget. Yeah, and then the second one, the second one came out four years later. That one's bad. That one's that bad. That one's bad. Yeah, for some reason, everyone was in love with uh, John Woo for a while for no reason whatsoever. And uh, yeah, I know because uh, he did because he did Face Off and he, and it bought him so much street cred. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it bought him all the street cred and uh, undes- undeserved. Yeah, uh, but he has doves flying. Yeah, and he always du- nice. has the dual wielding pistols. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, yeah. what what movies did he do? Because he was in everything. <clears throat> he gonna... had one good uh, uh, like it was like some uh, Asian assassin flick that came out right before Face Off, and then he had Face Off. Well, That's did, what got him Face Off. He did um, uh, Broken movie. Arrow. First of all, he did Hard Target, which for some reason I accidentally started watching some of that the other day. <laughs> it is really You're bad. <laughs> um, hard target. Then he did Broken Arrow. Then did Face Off. Um, then Mission Impossible off. Two. Then Wind Talkers. Then Paycheck. Oh God, yeah. Remember you and I saw Paycheck in Wait, the theater. That, I could swear there was something. What's before Hard Target? Hard Hard Boiled. Oh, he did Hard Boiled. Hard Boiled. Bo- oh God, that, Chow Yun Fat, where it looks like Chow Yun Fat's got a shotgun in one hand and a, a very large baby in the other. What what oh what year was that? Uh, Hard Boiled was nineteen ninety two. Okay, well, there was I swear there was another action movie he did that was uh, uh, with Chow Yun Fat and someone else. That, he did a lot with Chow Yun Fat. Oh, the the replacement killers. Replacement killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. I don't. That was that did very well. I enjoyed that. Yeah, he, that's that's the one I was trying to think of. So he, he did the replacement killers and then Face Off. I feel like they were somewhat near each other, but maybe I'm totally wrong. Um, and uh, yeah, that that helped boost his street cred because both of those did really well. Yeah. Broken Arrow actually did really well in the theater, but it was not a good movie. It just did well. I don't because think it, it came out in the theater. I thought it was an HBO original. Which one? And Replacement Killers wasn't uh, Broken John, Arrow. Broken Arrow with uh, uh, what's his name, Christian Slater and John Travolta. Yeah, that was in theater. I saw it in the theater. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, yeah, Replacement yeah. Killers was Antoine Fuqua. It was not John Woo. Okay. Well, there was some, there, there's an action like you did that got him popular. Uh, and it was like a Kung Fu style. But yeah, in the face off. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But doesn't you don't have to watch that. Too much time. Go, go back and watch those. The Mission Impossible was actually pretty good. The second one was really bad. 
And that's the, the one key, they got the Anthony is, Hopkins for. Yeah, the, the, ooh, the key is J.J. Uh, Abrams resurrected it. And yeah. I think it's Chris, Christopher McQuarrie that took over after that. Yeah, he's done the last he couple. Did, he's done an amazing job. Yeah. I think he started the one that Henry Cavill was in, right? Uh no, I think he he did the one he did the one I think else? it was Ghost Protocol. Yeah, that's where I know he did Ghost <laughs> Protocol. But Fallout was the most was the last one with Cavill. It came out in twenty eighteen. Um, but I know he did Ghost Protocol with Jeremy Renner. Uh, nope, that was Brad Bird. Sorry, Brad Bird did. You might be right. He did Ghost Protocol, and he's the one that did the uh, Incredibles. Yeah, Brad Bird did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> whoever whoever did the. Uh, uh, the scene with the Henry Cavill and Tom Cruise fighting in the bathroom just did a great job. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> with him cocking his arms like shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that is just amazing. Yeah. Can you imagine having arms big enough to cock? <laughs> no, <laughs> like shotgun. <laughs> I mean, that is that is unreal uh, that he could do that and not look like a giant douche doing it. <laughs> so he did. You're like. So McQuarrie's yeah. doing Dark Dead Reckoning 1 and 2, and then he did Fallout and did Rogue Nation. So he, Brad Bird did one in the middle. Okay, okay. He also okay, did Jack Reacher, the, the the Jack Reacher movie with uh, uh, Tom Cruise, and then The Way of the Gun, which if you've never seen that, it's a kind of out there movie, but there's some really good action scenes. Well, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, I think that's the one to me that, that bumped it up a notch. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the first one. Paula Patton was in it. Uh, yeah. And they had that big fight on that giant building. And That's Brad. I Bird. feel like that was Brad Bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was where like the uh, the series of Tom Cruise having to one up himself with one insane stunt after the other in these movies. <laughs> I think that's the one where it finally where that started. Maybe maybe it was even before that. I don't know. Yeah. But um, he does some insane things. But yeah, I'll definitely be going to both of those. I'm interested to see how that. Oh ends God, up. yes. Um, and then we also got a trailer for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, which uh, has yeah, its yeah. issues. <laughs> you know, I, I'm okay with the style of show it is because mm-hmm. they kind of, they let us know that a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> They gave us a long time to pre- prepare for, guys, guys, this is going to be a legal procedural. This is going to be Ali McBeal, but with She-Hulk. And I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> fine, I'll accept it. Uh, as long as you give us some fun cameos and and they're going to have abomination as a big part of it, that's yeah, who's on trial. Cool. Yeah. We kind of we figured that out a long time ago. I think you and I we were talking about it, yeah. and uh, that she'd be representing him. And uh, and then uh, they've got you know of course uh, the whole Bruce Banner in it, uh, and then other people that they've let us know are going to be in there as uh, as other uh, side characters. But um, I just have such a problem with her face. <laughs> <laughs> Not the, as Tatiana the Maslany, but yeah. she's fantastic. But uh, uh, the She-Hulk, yeah, man, the, the CGI, and I'm and I understand her character does look a little bit more cartoony uh, and a little less like ripped muscles <laughs> than uh, than some of the other in in the in the comics. Um, but her face, I hope the CGI is not done yet. It yeah. might be, and it might not. Like a, um, like an ugly Sonic kind of thing. Like yeah, like it's ugly Sonic. We've got ugly Sonic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, Marvel hasn't led me astray on these things so far, and I like Tatiana Maslany and some of the other people, so I'll stick with it. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I'm going to sure. watch I'm, it. I'm, I'm going to watch it, and it looks like it's going to have a nice comedic touch to it. I mm-hmm. think they, they show a super quick flash of, like, the Frogman, <laughs> which apparently is, like, Marvel's version of 
the condiment king yeah. <laughs> in uh, DC. Uh, so, yeah, he's like just kind of a joke uh, character. And uh, so, yeah, I think they're going to start her off, rightfully so, against uh, tiny, tiny villains and work her way up to something bigger, you know, down the line. Yeah. Um, but I love that idea. And then I also love... I hate to be the one to do this because I don't, I don't want to, uh, uh, what was the one division one? Everybody thought was going to be in it. The villain, the red devil. Oh, Mephisto. Mephisto, yeah. I, I don't want to Mephisto this series before it even starts. Uh, but I do hope we get to see old Matt Murdock. I feel like he just fits in. Yeah. Yeah. I can uh, see with that. this series or since they've already teased it, uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. I, I hate that they're going to be in it, but I think that, if yeah, they, I can see if that. Marvel allows them back in the, this world, they're going to do a much better job with them, so I'll be fine with it. Agreed. Um, I also love that Jamila Jamil is going to be Titania, uh, the villain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which Why? is a great know, villain. All right. yeah, yeah. Which is kind of, yeah. yeah, she was one of the, she's part of the Frightful Four, kind of the Fantastic Four villain. And so, yeah. I'm do you know that, that Good Place is the first time she ever acted? That's ever. ridiculous because she's like, really good at it. Same yeah, for the she rest did of us, great, man. right? Like she, she never done anything, yeah, ever. That was her first gig. <laughs> it was a good place. Like good for her. Talk about striking it, you know, uh, striking it rich. Jesus, yeah. good job. Well, speaking of uh, the Netflix Marvel people, the Daredevil Disney Plus series is in the works with uh, Matt Corman and Chris Ord set to write. Um, yeah, and, yeah, it is, baby. And uh, so it's going to bring back Charlie Cox as Daredevil, which is great because he was good. The only thing is that the Marvel or the Netflix ones were so much more brutal than the Disney Plus ones. I wonder how they're going to ride. It that will be R. Road. It will be. It, it'll be R. Yeah, because they they made you update your uh, your Disney Plus uh, profile recently, oh, um, okay. where you had to where you had to approve or di- or, or not approve uh, R rated titles now. Um, so, so that we, I had, so yeah, so that when I logged in the other day, I, a couple of weeks ago now, uh, you know, what it was, it was the day before moon night. Okay. Uh, it made you, it made you update and say, I accept, you know, R rated content on here, uh, for this profile. And, and when they did that, they, when I did hit yes, they uploaded all the old, uh, daredevils and punishers onto Disney plus. Okay. So all the right. punisher is on Disney plus as well. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think they'll pick Daredevil up exactly where they left off. And I, I'm trying to remember because it's been so long now. Yeah, Wasn't no. it somewhat of a cliffhanger where we didn't find out what happened to Bullseye? God, I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't even remember. I, I think he got away. Yeah, and okay. he was like a really good menacing bad guy. Uh, and I yeah, think he, he ended was. up getting away leading to the final Daredevil and Kingpin beatdown fight in the finale. And uh, and I, yeah, I think Bullseye's still at large. So that could be fun, a fun character to bring back. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I'm not the writers on this, Matt Corman and Chris Ord. I'm not a hundred percent on just cause like the only thing they've really done is covert affairs and the show called the brave. Ooh, gross. Yeah. What's the brave? The, it was this like, I don't know. It was like one on the, the main like NBC or CBS where it's supposed to be about special forces people and, gross all right so i don't know how great i feel about that but yeah i mean foggy doesn't seem to do a bad job yeah i'm sure picking picking the people that yeah i mean he's gonna treat it just like was moon knight just it was like in these other disney plus series 
he's going to make sure that they pick the right people for the job and that, that those people have a pitch and an idea of how they're going to film it, what it's going to look like, who the storyline is going to be. So I, I'm not too worried. And also, I feel like, and again, could be wrong, but I feel like Daredevil has the best chance of bleeding into the MCU movies more than some of the others. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how. <laughs> because he is ridiculously underpowered. Yeah. So may- maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like he's just such a big character that he might bleed into it. All right. Uh, and then something that's not Marvel, uh, the Yellowstone uh, show on Paramount Plus, which is basically the Taylor Sheridan Network, it's getting a prequel called uh, 1932. And they already did 1886, which I, you, I know a bunch of people loved. I could not get into it. Just could not get into it. Um, this one, they got Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford to be in this. So, I mean, I'm sure I probably... Helen Mirren? You know what's going to go straight to series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that's... I mean, those are big names for, for this. So, I mean, that Yellowstone's is... huge. It's got a huge following. Um, it's basically kept Paramount... Plus a float for the for initially now I mean now it's starting to really roll but uh, okay God, it just makes me cringe when they cast main characters of a major show that are that old uh, yeah, I mean I I hope they live healthy and long and long 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 time from here but it just seems so risky to tie your entire series to someone who's in his 80s and he's gotten hurt several times lately. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like that's a bad idea. Yeah. Isn't he like 80 now? Uh, Harrison Ford, he's got to be pretty close to that. That's, I don't know. That yeah. seems tough for a leading man, but all right. Yeah. Eh, uh, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not, I probably won't watch it regardless just because I never got into the Yellowstone kick. But um, for those who, who are interested, I mean, if I liked Yellowstone, I'd be very excited about this news because those are two really good actors. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure they won't be the whole acting. I'm sure they'll surround them with like family and like new, yeah. newer people and like up and coming people. A Tom Pelfrey nope. would fit in nicely there, I would say. Yeah, he just did too good of a job in Outer Range. They won't. He's just played a cowboy. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, well, speaking of other streamers, uh, Netflix continues to hemorrhage uh, users. So it, it at first they were having a problem because it was just like. It was just people that were logged, you know, not long-term people, people that would come on, try it, and they were losing users that way, and they weren't getting any new ones. Now it's, they're losing their long-term, like, people that have been with it for two years or more, and it's, it's bad. Like, they lost four million subscribers just in Q1 for this year, and it's been a pretty steady pace of, like, it's been about two million, and now it's up to almost four. So, I don't know, I... It's interesting because Netflix, who took over Blockbuster, because Blockbuster, when Netflix came on, they're like, no, that'll never work. No, we're, we're Blockbuster. No one can defeat us. And then Netflix was kind of like, ah, we're Netflix. No one can be, can defeat us. You know, we're the we're the guys. Got too big for their britches and got too full of themselves. And now it looks like they're hemorrhaging people heavily. They've already canceled a ton of shows, um, mm-hmm. which is which was a reason that people were annoyed with Netflix. Canceling? Anyway your shows bringing out shows that are not quality Mm -hmm. which they're not they're doing reality show after reality show bs and and uh uh yeah not funneling more money into better original content yeah uh that's that's killing them now they're they're shifting 
Um, and I, I think this, I believe this is strongly calculated. They knew you're fine losing this many people because I think the plan is our, and we talked about this a long time ago, several times, but I think they're planning on uh, taking out all the leftover people right now that are all the hangers on for basic cable. Uh, I think they're like, yeah, all the comments I see are, well, I, they're, they're cutting, uh, they're stopping us from password sharing. So I'm quitting Netflix. Um, but your mom's not. <laughs> who was using your password yeah your mom's gonna end up ordering netflix now so in a couple so so in about another month your mom's gonna finish her uh, her cable uh subscription and she's gonna hop onto netflix and 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 that's why they're preparing it for her getting reality shows and cooking shows and all the stuff we don't want to see <laughs> they're putting it all on there um and getting ready for it so i think they're just making a major market shift towards becoming the catch-all basic cable network that also has big budget movies, um, which is exactly what they're prepping for. So I, I don't think they care <laughs> that they're losing some of the people that they're losing um, because they know that there's, you know, tens of millions just waiting to, uh, to, to jump on a Netflix. The second basic cable finally gives up and shuts down, which is almost there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll see where that ends up going, but it's not looking great. Um, next is news that, so with Star Wars kind of being all over the place movie-wise, because they really haven't made a Star Wars movie since I think the Han Solo one, and they kind of shut things down. Not um, a good one in a long time. <laughs> yeah, and so they're, they've got Taika Waititi, which, listen, you messed up, go get something, go, go get something that you know. know it'll work. Taika Waititi doesn't really do a lot of bad stuff if any i can't think of anything that he's done where i'm like that's bad um you can say different like you like things differently but i can't think of anything where he's done where i'm like that's not good speaking of which um lauren and i started watching what we do in the shadows last night we started the first one which i saw about damn time yeah well i watched a couple and i just i don't know what happened it just kind of got away from me so we decided Uh to start doing that again um but he's going to do the next star wars movie then it's followed by patty jenkins uh, Rogue Squadron, which Rogue Squadron is like one of the most famous games. It's one of the most famous uh, book series. Yeah. And like, I, I'll be honest, after one, she did Wonder Woman, everyone was like talking about how great she was. You and I didn't think Wonder Woman, like it was fine. It was okay. It wasn't that great. The second one was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. And she's got another Wonder Woman 3 coming out and then she's doing Rogue Squadron. I don't know, like Patty Jenkins I know she's I, done I think, Monster. Which, I heard that was canceled. The third Wonder Woman? The Rogue Squadron. Um, well, I mean, according so, to this article, um, AV Club, that came out like just last week, it, it's saying really? that... Um, That's still a go? Yeah. Ken, yeah um, Kathleen Kennedy, who's kind of the Kevin Feige she's of it. Star Wars, yeah. yeah, says that her Rogue Squadron will most likely follow up by TT's Endeavor. And that Ryan Johnson, who was supposed okay. to get a trilogy after he did The Rise of Skywalker in 2019. Right. Um, those have been put on the back burner. It says because he's busy with Knives Out series and like his Netflix deal, which could be true. It could also yeah, be because... Yeah, it is a huge deal. Yeah. It, it, could, it could also be because they really, really messed up the... And it's not even the Skywalker saga it really is the Palpatine saga because he's the only character that's in all of them. 
Yeah, but I mean, Ryan, to me, Ryan Johnson's was the only good one that's been out other than Rogue One. Yeah, so it was, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Ryan Johnson's, but I, didn't. I understand that it didn't fit the trilogy they were doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's why people were upset about it. But uh, he was right because the trilogy they were doing was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and he tried to save it. Yeah, uh, there were still well. some issues I had with that one, just like the casino scene and some things. I don't know, but we, we can take we can talk about that at another time. Although I think we've we you and I have hashed that out, and we'll never come to an Plenty. agreement on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, last on the the list is uh, the trailer for True Lies uh, reveals that Steve Howie, who you might know is um, I can't remember his name, but he was the big guy from Shameless, who was very very likable, and Ginger yeah. Gonzalez as a couple of spies. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. a CBS series based on the 1990s film. You mean you don't recognize Steve Howie, Steve Howie from Reba? <laughs> no, I do not. Boy, Did you lo- not watch Reba? Boy, see, he lost a ton of weight, man. He got really good shape. Yeah, he he was in Sons of Anarchy. He was the other thing I always remember from. Uh, I don't remember. But Reba. yeah, from uh, yeah, he was in Sons of Anarchy, and uh, he was one of the ones that. He appeared like once randomly, like in the middle of the series. And then when uh, they send uh, the guy played by uh, the Elvis impersonator guy uh, okay. from Sons, you know what I'm talking about? Not really. Uh, that with the, with the long like... beard. No. Oh, uh, his I know buddy? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he, uh, well, it doesn't matter. But yeah. he sent them to create his own new branch of, of Sons of Anarchy. And yeah. that was one of the members of the new branch. All right, fair enough. I don't know. Sons of Anarchy was not great. It started off strong and then just got really dumb. There were really great seasons. There, and, uh, yeah, there, fair enough. There the, was, end, the, the ending has ru- ruined it for most people. The ending was very, very bad. And there were certain scenes. Like the the one last where, season. The one where they went to Ireland was kind of unnecessary. I don't know. But True Lies, this is a really cool idea. Um, they've been trying to do a True Lies revamp for a long time. I like Steve Howie. I don't know a lot about Ginger Gonzaga. Um, I like her a But lot. it's on CBS. And once I saw that, I'm out. <laughs> and with that amount yeah yeah i don't blame you unfortunately it's C- cbs isn't peacock that's nbc so cbs do they have their own thing are they paramount now i think they're part of paramount they were part of hulu for a while and but it yeah yeah no. it's on cbs i think they're paramount now it's on because because they were star trek well, but if it's on Paramount, dude, Paramount's killing it, man. Yeah, that's fair. So it says CBS, but if they show this... Until the series dude, premiere on CBS, you can take a look at the new trailer for the series below. Yeah, and it's got... Uh, um, what's the other one we just watched? Oh, The Offer. Paramount has The Offer. It has yeah. Halo. It has the uh, the the Taylor Sheridan Network. Yeah. Uh, like Mayor like Mayor of Kingstown with season two coming soon. Who's, uh, who's watching shows on, like... The actual networks like CBS, NBC, ABC. No, that's that. what I'm saying. It's it's going. So there's there's people that still watch free TV that don't have cable at all. Yeah. My question is, who's watching and paying for basic cable still? Yeah, yeah. That's, I that's agree. a confusing one to me. Well, I mean, like, I why have would YouTube you TV, but that's just for sports and ESPN. If ESPN would just, yeah, if I could just get like live sports and ESPN and stuff somewhere else, I, I would do that. But that's live why sports is TV. the yeah, live sports is the only reason that that basic cable still exists. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Um, that wraps up everything we have for this week. We'll be back next week after a long Memorial Day weekend with uh, 
I mean, all the things we would have watched, uh, what you're watching, some hopefully new, more news and trailers. And I think we got, man, it's summer, so there's going to be a lot of coming attractions. Until next time, catchphrase. Pretty retort. Thank you.